Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Last Minute Kickout. We are the trio of bearded cohorts, and we are here to discuss WrestleMania. Joining me, as always, is one very bored-looking Mr. John Turbo Finley. Hey. One very perturbed-looking Kevin, the Kevin Eva, Eva. <laughs> and one very glorious looking pete titans creed nethercoat how are you all doing gentlemen how you how you feeling post wrestlemania i'm currently trying to figure out how the heck i'm supposed to get this belt to you mail 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 oh, a mail order service okay <laughs> yes uh spoilers ahead uh i am the champion of our predictions i wasn't going to talk about just it by a little but, just by a little just by, just by a tad just just, um, just by a little a whole yes card <laughs> welcome uh we are going to be splitting this into three parts um we'll be doing the pre-show we'll be doing the first half of mania and then we'll be doing the second half of mania uh it makes sense for us it makes sense for you guys and you can just jump to everything that you need to jump in that part there so yes we'll talk about the pre-show first gentlemen um feelings on the pre-show um I mean, for the two hours that it was, I thought it would actually be a little more. Um, uh, well, it, it felt it felt like it went by quite quickly, actually. Um, I'd agree with that. Fr from uh, in, in terms of the matches that were on it, uh, again, the the show stealer was the uh, cruiser mate match, which we'll get to in a minute. So uh, yeah, uh, but all the analysts and stuff like that. I think I think they paced it very very well this time with four matches on the pre-show. It actually felt like there was less talking. Um, yeah. for, the only for problem is, is that the pre-show was uh, segre segregated uh, one hour dedicated to streaming uh, on YouTube and stuff like that, and the other hour on network television, which was very evident if you were watching the streaming versions uh, of. Uh, uh, the pre-show second hour um, because <laughs> we'll get to it uh, when we get to it because I, I watched that uh, all of it on the WWE network myself so Kev your general thoughts on the pre-show um very good I mean if I mean if you look at the times of all the matches they're actually pretty balanced with the exception of the broad tag team um again we'll get to that later uh I didn't see the cruiserweight title change I will admit, uh, I still need to do that at some point. Um, but for the rest of them, it was it was it was a fair selection, and I think the matches that should have been on the pre-show were on the pre-show. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that pretty much. Uh, I would like to point out that one of the matches that on the pre-show, the revival versus. Um, uh, Hawkins and Ryder was announced after we did a prediction. So we did in our normal chat. We just did our normal predictions there. Um, I went with Revival to lose. I believe Kev went with Revival to lose. And yeah, I went. I went with Hawkins and Ryder. John yeah, went. And I with went with Retain. Retain. But of course, I was wrong. <laughs> but yes, let's start with the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Buddy Murphy defending against Tony Nese. Uh, I thought this was a pretty good opener. Uh, normal cruiserweight stuff normally builds the 
crowd to a relatively decent hype to begin with what whatever there is there uh they yeah. did seem relatively uh packed for the pre-show from what i saw but then obviously it, it, camera it took, angles are deceptive at times yeah it, it took probably the next hour before the the bulk of the crowd was uh, really there i think it was still like maybe about half of the scene was filled up uh, when the cruiserweights went out there because uh, there wasn't much crowd uh, energy while that ha was happening but the you know the energy in the match was right there because uh, yeah. Nice and uh, Murphy were going at it uh, very well in this match and the the different reversals and um, even the uh, was it the uh, at the end of it with uh, Buddy Murphy wanting to try to do uh, uh, Nice's uh, Nice's knee finisher uh, in the corner to kind of like you know put him down and whatnot but uh, of course a la um uh rock cena one um where obviously you should never go for your opponent's finisher because you will screw it up and you will uh, <laughs> be punished for it and that's what happened to murphy uh getting uh countered and uh defeated by the um the niece knee the or niece. niece the niece whatever uh i don't know what they officially call it but uh yeah and uh we kind of all predicted that yeah murphy was gonna drop the title um at mania it only made sense he had it since uh super showdown back in uh october i believe it was september october time so it's been a long it's been a long reign for him yeah worth it, it was a worthwhile reign for himself and it was only evident but that he was going to drop it after he was not on 205 Live for the last month or so. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, the Women's Battle Royal. Uh, I think the less said about this, the better. I think the the biggest gripe we all have is Carmella winning. Yeah. And uh, the fact that the Riot Squad just can't catch a fucking break. Yeah. Uh, it's also problematic that it it basically ended the exact same way as last year where there was one last person who was in the ring and yet there was still someone who was out outside of the ring that wasn't eliminated that came right back in and eliminated the last yeah, person they only, yeah they only wanted the same same very, way very similar fashion pretty much but yeah right squad what can we do right squad with you i don't understand yeah, um, it's one of those things that as the match went on, I was like, wow, we're really putting lots of attention to Sarah Logan here. And by the end of it, I was really happy she won. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then and then we then we had a well, it wasn't the, quite the it wasn't ring. quite a Davy Boy and Sean, but it, I, I thought for one minute they were going to do it. Yeah, um, I think it would have been more appealing. I still, I still think the wrong person won. I don't think Carmella needed it. It well, would have been, been better to have pushed a member of the Riot Squad. Yeah. yeah what, why? Yeah. What exactly does Carmella get out of this? Nothing. Yeah. Just you know, something to kind of like celebrate after afterwards, which we'll bring up later. Uh huh. Um, but no, it's like what the one major thing that I was kind of pissed off about uh, in this was Ember Moon's, you know, kind of like. Uh, small little footnote of a return in this match she was just put in there it's like most even though of she the was women out... in this match were just put in there 
Yeah, but th- this is someone who was injured for the last uh, three months. Yeah, um, she, she didn't exactly come back with gusto. No, and she, it well, was expected I, I'd that say, she I'd was... say she was there with gusto. She was definitely yeah, putting, I, making a oh, spot. Oh yeah, she her, she herself was able to put her, uh, make uh, you know bring some energy into the match with her primal screams and whatnot. But yeah. uh, in terms of like the the kind of like the crowds. You know, uh, initially realizing, hey, that's Ember Moon. She hasn't been on the, you know, on the roster for the last few months. She's been injured. Wait, she's back. You know, and then she gets dumped out. You know, would have been nice if, uh, you know, a returning Ember Moon was able to win this. Mm. You know, I would have liked that. Even at though the, I at this point, asked. this would be the point where I would argue that you're you're misplacing storyline over anything else. And until WWE decide to actually do a storyline for uh, Carmella winning the Women's Battle Royal, then I can't really say that. But Which yeah, I mean, it, it, it's I problem. Mean, it's like... problematic off the basis that the the women have been dumped for the basis of having a mega finale for WrestleMania, and, yeah. and that that's what's really problematic about it. But then, if she had made fanfare before Mania or was on the Raw after WrestleMania making making a big fanfare, then I'd probably agree with you, but considering most of the people in that match were just dumped there, you know, I mean, I, just, I suspect any anyone who's not in that title picture really does not have any kind of plan until the superstar shakeup. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, and that and that kind of took off. Um, sticking on Ember Moon, though, I will say I wasn't particularly happy with the way she was snapping off some of those eclipses. No, yeah, uh, uh, some of them were looking quite bad. They, I, I, I thought I thought she really hurt Lana uh, when at one point when she hit her with like the first one. Yeah, I it looked it looked much. bad. I it looked like she wasn't given much time to kind of like get the ring rust off. Yeah, for to really pull off those moves correctly if we're, if we're doing you know a whiplash neck move maybe just let me just make sure you get a bit of practice in yeah is it don't we don't we have a performance center for this type of thing i i could have sworn we have one it what it, it, it is several we've got several of them now south. we're gonna have several of them you know but it, it's it's kind of the thing that you should have you know Mm. absolutely but yes um none of us picked the correct winner obviously battle royals are a little bit harder to judge than straightforward matches and storylines mm-hmm. so uh i believe yeah we moved on with this with both myself and kev having a point and that was it <laughs> yeah so no no change there but yes uh we move on to the raw tag team match which i really enjoyed hawkins and Ryder. Versus the revival with a little bit of a build up at the post raw on the pre on the same week, but um, yeah, Kev, take this one away. So uh, this because this is one of the things I was saying to these two in the Discord when it was all going on. Uh, first, first of all, uh, this was the longest match on the pre show, which considering there's two battle royals in it, um, probably says a lot. It went on for far too long especially in the middle bit, it seemed to be dragging and it wasn't nearly as intense enough of a beat down on Zach as it should have been. Uh, but for the first time in modern wrestling, 
so we have we have with Kurt Hawkins a losing streak storyline that has not only succeeded, but it's it's actually come to an end with you know an actual finish. It has succeeded. I, I don't know if anybody else has actually been able to pull it off as well as Hawkins has. And, you know, it got, a, it got a big thing. It got a big push. Cole got to break out. The streak is over again. Because yeah, that in needed... a more positive... Uh, in a more, yeah, the streak is over in a happy way. And people... And, you know, the, the crowd really popped for it. There was a lot of... You know, there was some, some hard-hitting stuff from the revival. And there was enough sort of bits to make you, make you gasp and go, ooh, the spill over the top rope on the, the suplex was you know you made you it made you double take and see if it was you know something where they they were genuinely hurt the brain buster on the outside now we all have a good brain buster as you know regular viewers and listeners um that looked nasty as hell especially on the outside yeah um and with nice nice tease there that actually hawkins might actually legitimately be out um yeah, there, there, there was lots of stuff going on. It wasn't. Into, it was never particularly clear who was going to win. Uh, he sort of wanted them to win. The uh, the major brothers, the major players, whatever their name is nowadays. You wanted you wanted them to win, but at the same time, you had the situation with the revival after the Hall of Fame, and you kind of thought, well, actually, maybe they'll stick it or keep it on the revival under the circumstances. Commentary was full of references to the situation with Bret Hart being assaulted and and uh, kapow. Um, there was there was lots of little nods uh, and not, not a lot of subtlety uh, yeah. to to that. And um, but yeah, it was an enjoyable match. Went on slightly too long, a bit like this explanation. And what can I say? Really, really happy. And, it, and there's, there's an additional, you know, really good storyline there that it's been like a decade since those guys have been tag team champs. Now they are again. Yeah, they, no, they, they say it was, it was 10 years. 10 years since they were, but as Ed, as the Edgeheads, the champs. Wow. I didn't know they were, they, oh. I didn't know they were champs uh, while they were the Edgeheads back in the day. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, 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 picked it, they picked it up during the whole um, Edge is an Uber heel. Period. They did pick up this. Probably, was like, I think it's like SmackDown tags or something. I guess many um, factions like that have that kind of like moment. In yeah, it. but it's but it's been it's, it's been a long time. Lots of thing. They got to follow up with lots of story on on Raw, and you had the, the slight tease of oh god, they're gonna fuck over Ryder again. Mm. Um, but no, and it wasn't a case of. It wasn't the case of Ryder got the pin either, which they could have done so that they could have kept it that, you know, that he still, Kurt still hadn't, you know, technically pinned anybody or anything like that. It was a, it was a fair roll-up, fair match. Deserved its place on the card, but Absolutely. we got another we got another good title change, another good moment for people. It was really enjoyable. I enjoyed hmm. it. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I, I just didn't, I just didn't, I, was, I just wasn't happy for the fact that I was losing. I've got news for you, folks. It didn't get any better from there. Well, nobody, nobody got over. And, uh, John yeah. pulled it back in the next one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he tied it. But, yeah. We, we... The... Uh, you, uh, you said, you kept, kept, you, 
let's rewind saying that you said that I didn't know about uh, how storylines were going to roll out in uh, <laughs> these kind of like battle royales things. Hmm, I think this this one here, this next battle oh. right here, I kind of <laughs> called this quite easily, didn't I? Unfortunately, yes. It's only because they were the last ones in. If it, oh. if it was all spilled out where they got eliminated first, you wouldn't have a leg to stand on with that sort of excuse. I was but, hoping that, I was hoping they'd do well, a Drew Carey where but, they'd go straight over the rope. Yeah, well, yeah, Drew Carey doesn't pay him off. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, that was a Royal Rumble. This is that was that was yeah that was that was Drew Carey still took himself over the rope, so he wouldn't. He did, it. he did, but uh, only after he tried to pay Kane, and only after the Hardys eliminated themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, everybody. Back in the day, best Royal Rumble ever. Go yeah, ahead. so um, they came very perilously close to killing the Andre the Giant Royal Battle Royal here. Mm. I mean, they, much they, to they, your they, disdain, they I think. Much to your disdain. Yes, I I thought that was fucking ridiculous. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody else in in this international event. Nobody gives a shit about these two Saturday Night Live I, people. I, I think I think there's just a big problem is that. Anybody outside of America who doesn't get to watch stuff like Saturday Night Live, you know, outside of on the internet and being able to do it, no one cares at all. Yeah, and no, but not everyone's got Saturday Night Live in America. You know, it's, it's cable channels. I think if they really want to do celebrity endorsements, celebrity profiling and everything else, do it with people, things that everybody's going to remember. You know? Even I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with Saturday Night Live. I had no idea who they were. At all, and and again, that went on forever. Yeah, I mean, and, so, something like a, a Stephen Amell would be more prominent because that. Except, yeah, like, it's someone like him. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. That's it's a char- It's an actor in a character role that's obviously notable. Yeah, you know, so I mean, he's notable. Like that, he's trained. Se- yeah, he's also made several appearances on the program anyway. So yeah. casual viewers who wouldn't watch anything like that would still know who he was because he's been on the program. Yeah, yeah, it's one. You know, also we had apparently they couldn't afford Doctor Shelby. Who? Because we had this counselor come out oh, from right. somewhere. Yeah, the therapist. Yeah, the therapist. So Braun could get to murder somebody else. Yeah. I think they just told him he was a Corvette or something, and then he just... I think it's... Yeah. The Battle Royale went from something where... I mean, we should have known that something was coming, because at the end of the day, from the very first one where Cesaro wins, and we thought, won the first one, and we are like, oh, you know, this could mean something. This could be the next king of the ring tournament this could be something where people can get their push off of it no we're just gonna gonna make it our celebrity promo for wrestlemania and give it to braun yeah because you know i mean he uh, he deserves another win what was it last year it was Shaq, i believe i I believe Shaq was in one uh andre battle royal that was the one that big show won that was two years ago i think yeah, because Shaq was supposed to face Big Show, and then it fell apart, and Big Show yeah. ended up winning it. Yeah. Yeah, because last last year was Matt. Yeah, last year. Last year was I, Matt. Matt. Before was that was Shaq was in it. Yeah. Show. Was then it was Corbin. Then it. Then at the beginning it was Cesaro. Yeah. Because Cesaro then took out Big Show. Yeah. In a, in 
the most stupidly impressive. <laughs> just, just in a, just reminding you that Cesaro is an absolute beast. Yep, but I think it's 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 quite fair to say that you know, without without something being on the line. Like, do you remember when we had the first women's battle royal last year and there was meant to be a women's title shot off the back of that and that mm. never appeared? And, yeah. you know, there's just nothing except a trophy which he gets to put next to his uh, greatest Royal Rumble title belt. I mean, it's... And trophy. He can stab the uh, Andre the Giant trophy on top of the swords of the... I, I guess yeah. I guess yeah. it's just it's like a small tower. I understand. Trophies. I understand it's meant to be there as a little bit of fun, but if it actually had something worthwhile, where you know they're granted a, a title shot on the Raw after WrestleMania, you know, not something like it's Money in the because Money in the Bank's like literally the next one down the line where there's mm. a guaranteed title shot within the next year. Like, do it the like. It adds, the next available it adds, opportunity or the next pay per view or something. Well, no, I, I would literally do it as the as the Raw or the SmackDown after WrestleMania. It adds some weight to the fact that you want to win it. Plus, you know, the you you build up backlash. Exactly. I mean, you you build up your superstar who you think, oh, okay, just like the Raw Rumbles back in the day, where we're like, we know that all of the big star stars are going to win, and that's who the Raw Rumbles were advertised around. Like you go back to the the attitude era of stuff. If you had a rumble, you you knew that all of your big stars, your Undertakers, your Kanes, your Austins, your Rocks, they were all the highest profiled ones, and they were the biggest ones, and they had all the big promos before leading up to the rumble match, saying like, you know, we're the biggest stars, we're probably going to win. These are the ones we're going to profile. Battle Royale, put something on the line for it. Make it so it's wanted to win outside of just a trophy. Sure, it's something to put on their epitaph at the end of the day, and they get to have say, "I won the the battle royale at WrestleMania 35." Brilliant, it's on there. But if you ha- if you put a title match as a reward for it as well, not only does it mean that your your shows after on on the WrestleMania week or after it, I do have instant title matches on there as well. You know, mm. it, it gives it something to fight over, something that fans can be invested in. Or make it something obvious that there's a storyline kicking off. Last yeah. again, last year we had going off into the deleters of worlds because we had Bray's appearance yep. and, and screwing around, and th- th- all of a sudden that ended with okay, Matt's won it, but that's all with okay, what's happening here? I need to know what's going on with this. What's going on? Bray and Matt were supposed to be why they're working together. So, and, and, so and, and the immediate then thought was okay, which one's turned? Because you didn't, didn't know which one had turned either. Yeah, so that, no, was, that was a good thing. But um, uh, I'll, I'll start caring about the Battle Royales once they're less showy, I guess. Mm, yeah. mm. But this was the only prediction, by the way, I was kicking myself on afterwards. Because as Turbo had, in, had inferred, I think, in his prediction... If we'd have actually thought about it, it was obviously Braun yeah, because no. the Battle Royals are his gimmick and they weren't going to let him lose it that he, because he was in it. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, because he's it won three they, Battle Royals in his career so yeah, far. Yeah, they, 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 they're going to make him the new 
guy in terms of uh, in terms of the specialist match man. Yeah, you know? because he's done uh, well. Technically, the Greatest Royal Rumble wasn't about Royal; it was a Royal uh, Royal Rumble uh, uh, hmm. match. But the tag team battle royal that he wasn't really a tag team for he won, <laughs> he won it on his own yeah he won that on his own and now he's won this one so yeah completely yes. forgot about the tag team battle royal yeah that was the one that led into last year's Ro- Ro- uh, wrestlemania where he won the bloody tag team raw tag team t- titles there's, 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 a, there's a there's a there's a great photo on um zach Ryder's twitter feed or instagram one of the two where he's actually got with his new with his new title belt, and he's got Nicholas there, and he's just it just says on there, "Thanks so much for all the advice. It worked so well." <laughs> so ah, uh, typical. But yeah, raw tag raw tag team titles, guys. Always always changing the mania. Apparently, has, has it been the case since the, the well last two have anyway. Mm. Oh well, but yes, um, that's going to be the end of part one. Um, Quick roundup of the show. Did you like? Did you like the pre-show? The, pre- the pre-show was a good start. It was a decent start. Um, but granted, the pre-show is a pre-show. Um, like the analysts and whatnot in between was a bit um, uh, meh at times. But say it happens all the time. It was passable. The me. only thing I'm going to ask for off the pre-show is to stop spoiling the video packages for your, your matches. Like, mm. leave them specifically for your actual matches during the card. Like, you've got two sets of video packages these days. You've got your normal promo ones that you have that were all, all over the, the Hall of Fame, NXT, everything else, building up to your actual WrestleMania and the matches itself. And then, yeah, you've, the got your, and then you've got your ones. pre-match video package. And you're just using them on the pre-show. Mm. You, you I, the I, I don't mind it being like for like the main event ones, like being like a quick thirty seconds leading up to you know the you know the actual promotional image and what have you. And then you can say, oh, so and so and so and so, it's the main event, or like top of the hour, so and so. Fine. I'd prefer there to be you know slightly more build up of the actual pre-show matches and making make them feel like a million dollars. Yeah. Make them feel super important. Yeah. You know, if, if these are really important and we've put them at the beginning of the show, imagine how important the ones at the end are. It, it all helps. It all helps all helps exposure to the guys at the bottom of the card who are on who aren't on the main card. Yeah. And in turn expo- uh, you know, helps people mm. drive interest to the streaming platforms that they're available for yeah. and, and eventually maybe get either new subscribers or people to the new yeah yeah do that push yeah push push the network fair enough under the circumstances get you know a somebody outside the locker room for an exclusive thing that's in the pre-show it's not going to be elsewhere all good but you know make more use of the time utilize it better absolutely but yes that's going to be the end of our pre-show chatter uh the scores on the doors for this one right now is uh, in terms of our predictions i have two mr kevin has two and mr turbo has one two what was the other one you got cruiserweight. oh yeah cruiserweight yeah so we all stood it was two of it was two all at this two, time two, everything two everything was okay yeah everything was yeah. okay at this one everything um, was super just wait okay. until the next part <laughs> 
Um, it all goes downhill from here. I've been Pete Titans Creed Nethercoat. Uh, you can follow me on the socials at Titans Creed, uh, at Gaming Phoenix, and you can find me on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions uh, about five days a week and occasionally on twitch.tv slash Last Minute Continue. Uh, Mr. Kev, where can they find you on the socials? Uh, you can find me on socials at the Kevin Eva, and that's for my personal Twitter. Uh, I can also be found on Instagram at Last Minute Continue which is sort of the joint one for me and the video game channel. Incidentally, follow the video game channel at Last Min Continue on Twitter. And then we're also on Facebook as well and various other places. You can find the YouTube one easily enough. Uh, if you wanted to follow all three of us as a group for LMKO, oops, uh, follow us for LMKO, uh, it's at Faces in Peril on Twitter. Yep. You can do that. And Mr. John, where can they find you on the social media? Of course, you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram uh, with at TurboXLR. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash TurboDriveLive, where I will, I'm streaming every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday evenings. Brilliant stuff. You will, thank you very much for watching. If you've been watching on youtube.com slash last, uh, last minute kickout, that's the one. Uh, or otherwise thank you very much for listening on the podcast feed we do appreciate all your support very much as Kev has said you can follow the main uh, Twitter for all three of us at Faces in Peril we will see you for part one of the Wrestlemania main card wrap up until then ladies and gentlemen we'll see you shortly